Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 120 of the Caesar Show. It's your boy, Sir Caesar. I am back. Hope you guys had a great time. I know it's been a little slow with the NBA. Great news is preseason just started. Um, we had NBA availability week, training camp, all that, and the season's basically underway right now, too. So should be more content coming your way, and I'm so, so excited for that as well, too. It's been a long, long, long off-season um, roller coaster. I'm excited to see what happens now, too. Just make sure to subscribe on all forms of social media at The Caesar Show, at Sir Caesar as well, too. And before I get into today's episode, I always like to rehash the previous episode. So on episode 119, it featured Purvis Lauder, former NCAA D1 player at Air Force Academy. We talked about his playing career, uphill battles growing up, um, the transition out, all that good stuff. And obviously, we had to talk about some NBA. D. Mitch getting traded to the Cavs. Seems like it was such a long time ago. Pat Bev's introduction to the Lakers, Trevor Reza, I mean, uh, Montrez Harrell getting signed to the 76ers, Basketball Hall of Fame highlighting a lot of players, both, but most notable Manu Ginobili, NBA proposed in-season tournament, sleeper teams from both conferences, and much, much, much more. So, this guest right here is about to be a new co-host. You guys heard him on the first episode of season two, the owner of Barter, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, makes a noise once again. For Terrence Whaley. What's good, y'all? What's good? I'm, I'm glad to be back on this Caesar's show. You know what I mean? I'm feeling real good. Hopefully, I'm here for a long time. You know what I mean? I'm I'm, I'm happy to 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 join, man. It's it's I've always you know seen you on the timeline, doing a show. Uh, so I'm happy to be a part of it. I'm happy that you're a part of it as well too. And I was just you know just going back a couple weeks ago, listening over and over again to the last episode that we had together, and the chemistry was really good. And you're not like most of the other guests, you know, we kind of, obviously it's a back and forth, but you challenged me as well too. So oh, I, I okay. appreciated that dynamic. <laughs> so continue to challenge me as well too. So, gotcha. so that's great as well. So tell us, man, you know, how you been since you've been on the episode, you know, mm-hmm. what's the latest with barter, mm-hmm. all that good stuff. Cool. Well, yeah, man. I, I, since the last time I saw you, I, I've been in, uh, been in New York. So I spent two weeks, uh, New York to go see my girl. Um, really kind of use it as a vacation slash, you know, take my, take my work on the road with me. Um, and really in that time, like, you know, going from coast to coast, I was able to see, you know, you know, cool things about New York. And even for a little minute, I thought about, you know, switching coast for a little minute, just cause I thought like, you know, New York would have been a cool, like different speed for me. Um, but ultimately I think I'm gonna stay in LA. Um, but over, over that two weeks time, I really got to kind of reset, um, and really realize that I wanted to open up a new chapter in my life. Um, ultimately, you know, landed a new job uh, at HBO. Um, so yes, I'll be sir. I'll be starting at uh, you know in about in a week and a half. So really excited about that. And then as far as you know, barter goes, um, what I've learned is now um, how hard it is. Not hard, but like 
how challenging it can be to get an app in the app store Mm -hmm. because you know the app store and google play store they have their um they have their standard you know what an app is supposed to be before you submit it and before it gets approved Mm -hmm. so we're learning all of that um my developers are you know taking the advice and putting it back into the app before they submit it again. Um, so uh, deadlines that I thought, you know, were going to be there, you know, have definitely been extended. But, you know, we're still working with them to get it in the stores. And I would say, um, don't quote me on this, but but definitely by October, by the end of October, that, you know, the app will be available. Um, and that's that's really the last hurdle for, for us is really getting it available. That way people can start to download the app. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah that's dope. Yeah, I was wondering about that as well, too. I was, you know, having my post notifications turned on mm-hmm. to see, mm-hmm. you know, anything was happening. But yes. patience is a virtue. Um, for sure. So definitely it's good that you take a step back, see what you need to have to do from X and the O standpoint. And, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully by end of October, if not October, early November, whenever it's ready, you know, the world will be ready for yeah, that. And I'm, I'm ready for it, man. You know <laughs> what I mean? It's a long time coming, so I'm, I'm glad, you know, it's, it's definitely coming to fruition. Every every goal that I think I, re- I wrote down in 2022 is coming to fruition. Yeah, sure. it is. And just to see you kind of have those thoughts and manifest it has been beautiful as well, too. So Thank I, you. I, I love what you're doing. Very inspiring as well, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know you're a sneakerhead. Have you copped any sneakers ever since our last episode? Mm-hmm. Um, there, are there any sneakers that's on your mind right now? Like, wh- what's that looking like? Okay, so I haven't copped any sneakers right now just because I'm, I'm I'm putting my money away to, to really prepare for this new this new apartment search that I've been on right now. Okay. I'm, I'm looking at trying to get into a new uh, neighborhood in LA, so that's on hold. But I definitely am looking at a, a ton of sneakers. Right now, I'm really heavy on uh, on New Balance right now, mm-hmm. um, just because I'm I'm really off like everything Adidas, Kanye related right now, just because, you know, you, you've seen all the posts on Instagram. It's been a lot. So I'm, I'm really looking at uh, a lot of New Balance stuff, 993s, um, and that comfortability, like that's that's the main thing that even makes me want to tap into New Balance. Um, and then Joe Fresh Goods actually is doing, I think, either his fourth or fifth collaboration with New Balance. Um, and he hasn't really released a release date yet, but I think they'll probably come out in like October or November time frame. That's the shoe I'm looking out for as well. So and then all Nike stuff. I mean, it's 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 all it's all like just general stuff but i feel like the joe fresh goods is the one that i'm like most excited about okay cool yeah mm-hmm. i gotta i gotta check that out as well too i haven't really copped nothing too crazy just mm-hmm. a pair of white for- fresh forces probably since the last time i saw you and then mm-hmm. i thought i was gonna be hooping in this basketball league <laughs> 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 your boy he messed up his foot real real bad but i copped uh the, the lucas that, that oh, came okay, out okay. Long ago as well too okay jordan brand right jordan brand so. okay, okay yeah i gotta see what's up with that because i i don't I, I don't think i is it the first shoe or the second shoe? His first shoe. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, I gotta check that out. Yeah, it's, check that out. it's dope. I just got the black and white one because I don't, I don't like too much flashiness in my sneakers when I'm playing mm-hmm, with it as mm-hmm. well too, especially if I'm not gonna rock it outside of the gym. Um, but they feel pretty comfortable, so I can't wait until I can actually, you know, break them in and see. I just know, how, how it is. I just knew you was gonna say some, uh, like you was gonna rock with the PGs. I, yeah, I mean, I actually have the PGs on right now. No. Um, <laughs> So I was I was actually torn between the Kyrie's, okay, uh, waiting for Bron shoes to come out or get the mm. KDs. Yeah, that that LeBron twenty does look good. I'm I'm glad that they kind of shifted back towards a more of a low top feel shoe because mm-hmm. 
LeBron's have been missing for a long time. They've just been a lot more. Like, you could tell that they designed the shoe for him, for which him, is what yeah. you're supposed to be, you know. Yeah. But it's just a bigger shoe, and it looks bulky. Nobody really wants to, to rock that. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. So yeah. We'll, we'll see what goes, how that goes as well, too. For sure. So let's get into some of these topics for today, man. Um, before we even get into NBA preseason, there's this alien that's been dropped on Earth about 18 years ago. We just found out that uh, he may be the new modern-day uh, Man, I don't even know what to call him, but his name He's is a monster. Victor Wimbanyama um, okay. as well. So he just had a game and he played his first professional U.S. game. Um, I guess a number two projected pick as well, too. Mm-hmm. Um, put up 37 points, four mm-hmm. rebounds, five blocks. I think they were down as much as like 20 points and he cut it to like maybe two possessions as well, mm-hmm. too. But mm-hmm. um, we kind of talked about him a little bit before, but me actually getting to see him like on um, you know a major network watching him live like I, I think the hype is there as well too you know you got to do the 7374 yes yes um, can get his own shot can was his, crazy can get his own shot from anywhere if i had a if i had a combine them like if i make mix like two different chemicals or probably Katie mixed with a little bit of Rudy Gobert from the defensive standpoint mm-hmm. with, a little, with a little sprinkle of Giannis right there as well. Okay, too. okay. Yeah, I don't even, like, when I watch this kid, I don't even want to think about even, like, thinking about other names at all. I'm like, this is a one-of-a-kind guy, bro. <laughs> like, this man is seven four, can dribble. I'm talking about he'll come down the floor and he'll shoot a corner three, he'll shoot a pick-and-pop three-pointer from the top of the key, then he'll go do some Hakeem Olajuwon dream shake, <laughs> to, like, like it's crazy watching him play, so I'm I'm excited. Um, I'm I'm really hoping the Spurs. Thank God they are going to tank. I'm so happy because mm-hmm. I really I really do hope they get him because I'm 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 hoping for it. We'll yeah, see. I, I forgot you are a Spurs fan too. I'm from San Antonio, like originally, like I literally was born in San Antonio. I don't claim San Antonio, but I love <laughs> you know I want the Spurs to succeed. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like they they've been so mid, like literally mid, where you can't get a top five pick, mm-hmm. but they finally sent um, Lonnie Walker away and Dejounte Murray and Dejounte Murray away. So I'm like, thank God they finally tanking. So I'm gonna just I'm gonna see what happens we'll see who gets him i I hope so too um as well too so i mean i kind of you know drew my comparisons to him is there is there anyone that you would kind of compare him to or he's just in the class of his own right now um i mean honestly man like i would i would say yeah kd and hakeem olajuwon to me because you know hakeem like he i'm not sure if he's the if he's the NBA all-time leading blocks leader, I'm not sure. I would have to check that. But I know he he did a lot of, like, blocking and also scoring. Obviously, he wasn't, you know, hitting from three-pointers or hitting from three-point range. But to me, when I watch him in the post, it, it, he is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think, <laughs> I think to me, like, he's got that in his game where he swats everything at the rim. And, you know, watching him in that matchup with Scoot, like – Scoot would try to, you know, get the get the mismatch on him on a like a pick and roll, and then have him on an island, and he wouldn't even have to be too close to him. He just he just blocks oh, the shot so yeah. easily. So I see that in his game, and then obviously Kevin Durant, because I saw a play where I think he was like doing a pick and pop, and like he got the ball but didn't get it in a catch and shoot stance. So he dribbled the ball out right to around like 25 feet, like right in front of the opposing coach and just pulled it. I'm like, dribbling or dribble the catch? That's crazy. So, yeah, a lot of Kevin Durant and Hakeem Olajuwon, I would say, for sure. Mm, I like that as well, too. I mean, the only thing that 
Because with that height, I'm just thinking of like Yao Ming or like a Porzingis. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. All these all, all these other tall guys that kind of came and went through the league as well, too. A lot of them always have foot problems as well, mm-hmm. too. So my biggest thing is if he can stay healthy. If he can stay healthy, I think he's that type of player within like the first three years, he's going to definitely change that culture is there, too. Yeah. And like you said, with Scoot trying to put him on an island as well, too. He is tall enough, long enough to even if he gets beat, he can recover as mm-hmm, well too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wonder how he's going to be defensively in the league as well. But a lot of people say overseas it's always easier um, yeah. and harder over there. So translating over here is easier. I I always think that like when it comes to that comment about like the seven footers, like you know having the foot problems, I always re- um, relate that towards weight. You know, I feel like Yao Ming was like he was girthy. You know what I mean? So it definitely makes sense for him to have had those foot injuries. Um, Gobert, like, you know, I guess another thing that kind of is like Zion, right? Like a, an athlete that's always jumping on, you know, and then landing on his feet, on his knees, you know, mm-hmm. I don't see that being too big of a problem just because obviously he's already so tall. He's not going to be coming, like jumping down on his knees and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't really see that being too much of a problem for him. I think, you know, longevity wise, um, he'll be good. And then obviously, you know, he's got Tony Parker in his ear coming from France, like to kind of let him know like what an 82 game season looks like too. Mm. So I think that'll be good for him. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, and now that just makes me think as well too. Um, cause Woj was saying basically like, this is probably like the most coveted mm-hmm. draft pick of all time. Do and it should be, that? it should be like dog. Like, yes. Bro, listen, Bron, obviously, like, it, it's not even going to be a media frenzy like Bron was because that was that's just different. Like, but but I think he's I think he could be in the NBA today and average 25, 25 and 10 with three blocks. His rookie year. Yes. Like, I think he's he is a he is what they want Chet Holmgren to be and what they want it. Chris Stapps Porzingis to be, but never wanted to do it. Like you watched him and Scoot like go back and forth. And as Scoot is chirping at him, he's like chirping right back at him. And it's like, you got this dude who's 7'4", who wants the challenge and like literally just has this um, competitiveness to his game. Like that's what, you know, Stephen A is always like, you know, talking about LeBron on like, oh, you know, you ain't got that killer mentality. Well, this kid definitely has it and has the skills and the height to like nobody's going to be able to stop stop him, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's how I see it. Yeah. And I was thinking that, too. I was like, there's one thing to have that natural, you know, that natural God given talent. But mm-hmm. it seems like he do. He does have what most people lack is that that motor as mm-hmm. well, too. So mm-hmm. that's going to take him a long way. The one thing, though, I do want to see him open his game up to, and he'll have to learn in the NBA, is how to use his teammates. Because I think he's always been so much better than his teammates. Mm -hmm. So he'll have to figure out definitely that number one pick. It's going to be a lottery team, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, He's going to have to learn how to use the people around him and the people that they draft around him to to be good as well. Which is why I respect Giannis, because Giannis grew into that type of playmaker as well, even though he's so much better than anybody on his team. He utilizes his teammates when they're open and when he's getting double teams. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, you're right. That's that's only going to come with experience um, as yeah. well, too. So it's crazy because, like, in the NFL, if you're the worst team, you're always going to get the top pick unless you violate some bullshit or you trade your picks away, obviously, as well, mm-hmm. too. In the NBA, it's not that way. It's more so, all right, well, if you were the worst team, you're going to have the most balls inside of whatever. The lottery. And a lottery, and then it's just going to be randomized as well, too, from there. 
Um, they're saying this year that like this is probably gonna be the the nastiest form of tanking that we've seen. Oh, for sure, nastiest form of tanking that we've seen <laughs> as sure. well too. So, I feel like. Do you think the NBA? I mean, they kind of try to put that not only for viewership, but they kind of try to put that. They 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 placed the play in just just another reason they placed the play in was for players. I mean, teams to not tank as much as well too, because mm-hmm. now you got what the seventh through the tenth seed battling as well too. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think the NBA should kind of do something about the whole tanking situation? Because it's going it's to be nasty this year. Like mm-hmm. Chet, I'm pretty sure he could probably come back. Mm-hmm. He's not he's not playing for the rest of the year. Oh yeah, I think they're gonna put him on ice. And then um, what's homie's name? Shy. Shy Gilgis out of He got an injury or whatnot, so he's gonna be missing a couple months oh, already. So, so you think they're kind of putting out those like injury reports and telling them to just go home mm-hmm. dang okay well if that's the case they definitely need to investigate those types of situations mm-hmm. but as far as the nba kind of already kind of putting in place like things to 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 prevent and to also motivate teams to make the playoffs i think they're doing a good job already i think you know there's always going to be teams at the bottom like there may not be teams like i'd have to check but like Every year, I feel like there's a team that finishes with 15, 20 wins, mm-hmm. you know, and it like that's just the survival of the fittest of the NBA. You know what I mean? It's just like I saw um, a clip today on um, on on Twitter yeah. and it was when Draymond went to the shop, you know, with LeBron undisputed or not undisputed, but uh, uninterrupted. Oh, yeah, yeah, he yeah. was like, you know, when I go out there to play like I I. I love, you know, playing with that dog mentality. But when I go to go play Sacramento or something like that, it's hard for me to get up because those teams suck. And that's mm-hmm. just what it is. Like, I I almost – I don't blame the league. I blame the general managers, mm-hmm. you know, and the scouts sometimes too. It's like you got to make the right pick. Like, okay, sure, right, you scout these players for a year or six mm-hmm. months or whatever, sometimes two or three years, and then you make the pick to the best of your ability. And sometimes that doesn't pan out. But you also have to be able to develop talent. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, for example, the Timberwolves, like they always in the lottery until recently. You know, now they're a playoff team. (laughs) But they're always in the lottery. Sacramento's always in the lottery. It's like, okay, when are y'all starting to look at the actual organizations and their staff and putting the onus on them? Mm -hmm. You know, the scouts and the development you know, team. That's what. That's more so who I'm looking at for real. Yeah, I mean, it's always gonna start from the top down because, like you said, it. it you sh- you you are garnishing all these assets just for them to be a bottom tier team the whole time. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it definitely starts from the top down. Um, so like, don't you feel like like okay, see, they've done a really good job with like player development. The Spurs, you know, mm-hmm. like even the I'm like, even though e- exactly, even though they might not be top echelon, they're always competing because their their player development is a one, you mm-hmm. know. But you look at other, you know, teams, and it's just not. So I I look at more so them, um, the actual organizations more than anything. Interesting. So we already kind of can get a glimpse of which teams are going to be the bottom tier teams. <laughs> yeah. So you already mentioned ideally you would like for him to go to the Spurs. I think he's just overdue. I mean, it's been like two decades since yeah. we had a number, a number one, one pick. pick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm talking about uh, Tim Duncan. Tim yeah, Duncan. since 01. Yeah. Or 2000, I think. Yeah, so it, it's it's been a while Um, and, and Coach Pop is just too damn stubborn <laughs> as well too. Man. Like, I feel like the perfect time to have tanked was right when we got rid of Fun Guy. Oh, definitely. Even though we got DeMar away, we should have just, like, did something with that, shut him down yes, or something. Like, yes. I, I don't understand, like. It's 
And that's the thing. It's like if you're a, if you're a general manager, it's like you got to decide, but you can't you either got to decide to be a bottom feeder or you got to be in contention. You cannot be mid and no no disrespect disrespect to DeMar, but it's like DeMar has never been a bad player and he's never been top 10, top 5 in the league to mm-hmm. me anyway. Yeah. So you know when you made that trade, you knew you was going to be mid-tier. Mm-hmm. So why even do that? I feel like they missed out on Luka, Trey Young, John Morant, Zion Williamson, you know what I mean? Like that's the next generation of the league because you made the decision to go get DeMar DeRozan, you know? Mm-hmm. So I hate that. I hate that about I hate that about organizations too. So Yeah, that's that's crazy. So we mentioned the Spurs, um Probably Indiana Pacers, definitely the Sacramento Kings, possibly yep. the Houston Rockets. Mm, Out of yeah. all these washed teams, which team do you think is an OKC? Which team do you think is uh, the front runner to you know potentially get him? Obviously, it's kind of random in a sense, but mm-hmm. the, there's still a good pro- pro- there's still a good chance of getting that top pick. I would give it to to Oklahoma City. Um, that ain't nasty. Yeah, I would give it to Oklahoma City because. I mean, they obviously have the treasure trove of of draft picks, and so does Utah. Um, Utah will also suck this year. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm they still got like Mike Conley and Jordan um, Clarkson. Jordan Clarkson, then yeah. like uh, what's the guy uh, that missed all the last year? He tore his meniscus. He was the uh, Colin Sexton. Colin Sexton, as yeah, well, yeah. too. Um, yeah. Okay, so they probably won't be bottom feeders, but to be honest. Um, yeah, I think either Oklahoma City or the Houston Rockets. To be honest, they just have a bunch of like. Young talent, um, they're starting to put it together though. They they have like a chemistry, but I would say the Spurs, I would say the Houston Rockets, and I say Oklahoma City. Mm, yeah, I can definitely see that as well too. I I just feel like it's destined for him to go to San Antonio, man. I mean, yeah, we always want an international we player. We always go for an international <laughs> player, and I mean, you know, it it's turned out well for us to do that. So it only it only makes sense to me. And like you said, we have a great great coaching staff, great with player development, mm-hmm. great owner. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're not a we're not a marquee destination to attract free agents, but I feel like if we can get him mm-hmm. once he shows who he is, I think I think the the, the sky's the limit for him and Definitely. for that organization as well too. Definitely. Um, kind of moving on from that, uh, you know, Ben Simmons hasn't played in over a year. Obviously, the last time we saw him before Boo. the preseason <laughs> was Game Seven <laughs> versus the Atlanta Hawks. He passes up. A dunk mm-hmm. and gives it to Tybo. Tybo gets fouled. Tybo misses the free throw. The rest is history as well, too. Uh-huh. He finally debuted, and I, he actually played tonight as well. But he he debuted the other day, so we got to see the new big three uh-huh. with Katie, with Kyrie, and Ben Simmons um, going up against his former team, the Seventy Sixers. But it was at Barclays as well, too. Mm-hmm. Played nineteen minutes, had six points, three or six from the field, five assists, four rebounds, oh two from the free throw line. Didn't attempt no threes. And then today he was two or three from the field, um, and had six turnovers as well too. Yeah. Obviously, with the preseason, there's some things you can kind of you know can kind of gather and and have a formulated opinion of what to expect. But it's a lot of you know getting your system right, getting the defensive sets right, um, and seeing who meshes well together to put that that final product in by the time, you know, it's tip off for the regular season as well too. Mm-hmm. Um, from what you've seen so far with Ben Simmons, you know, how do you feel about it so far? Okay. So before we get into that, <laughs> do you did you see the clip of um him on the the old man in three podcast when JJ yeah, Reddick asked it. him about uh the the layup? Mm-hmm. Uh I mean, how did how did you feel about his mindset in that clip? Do you feel like it changed? Do you feel like it's the same? Like he ultimately what I thought, and this is the reason why I asked because it goes into my answer about the yeah. question, is like 
I see his mindset as it's not my fault and no like blame at all on in that moment. You know what I mean? It's like, oh no, I made the right basketball play. And what I what I wanted to hear him say was like, I understand where people are coming from. And, you know, yeah, I could have took that layup, you know, like just taking ownership. It just seemed more like deflection. And the reason why that matters now is now him being in Brooklyn. I see him being the same player, the same mindset. <laughs> I see the same player. And it's and, and, and Ben Simmons is good enough of a player to be part of a big three in the NBA. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to disrespect him and say that. But it's just like I think the mindset is is going to be huge with whether or not he's successful in Brooklyn. Yeah. Um I saw a clip where he took like a it was like a mid-range like he was from the post. He was in the post and he took like a turnaround jumper mm-hmm. or like a turnaround fadeaway shot. So even though he bricked it, you know, he he shot it. So like we'll see where it goes, but I think as far as his stat line right now, obviously it's preseason, so it's not too it's not too serious. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, he's out there moving the same way, doesn't look injured, you know, is is out there trying to do his best. So, you know, I, I wish him the best of luck, but I don't think Brooklyn's going to be any higher than a fifth seed. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, so kind of go back to the JJ Ready podcast and whatnot. The the interview honestly was for what it was like an hour and four minutes. He definitely deflected a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a little bit of insight, but it was barely beyond the surface level as well right. too mm-hmm. going back to that that play you kind of went to i mean shit kind of happened so fast and i think now we just have to accept him for being a pass first guy because even tonight before you came to the studio i was like yo you're the biggest dude out here when Ben out of bio out the game i know it's preseason but you literally can be like Giannis terrorized just terrorized yeah He'll go to the basket and then he'll just kick it out. Yeah, but it's cool that he's getting his teammates involved because the, the role players are gonna need that. But there's there's a fine line when you have to just be like, yo, f this, I need to go ahead and take over as well too. Mm-hmm. So I kind of agree with you when you're basically like, I think from the sample size that we've seen these couple of years that he's played, like that's who he is, mm-hmm. and I don't expect nothing more unless he you know, jumps out and does something else. Yeah. I feel like everybody from his draft class, the top tier players, they've all improved mm-hmm. in every category. Mm-hmm. He's been the same. I think this year he's actually going to have probably his career lows mm-hmm. in points. Mm-hmm. Probably be the same with assists and rebounds, but I think he's going to take a step back as well too. And the thing is, I don't even want him to, I don't even, we don't even need him to score 20 points. I just want him to take the ownership of like, look, you know what? Like that was a turning point in that specific playoff game. And like, Hey, you know, like, I could have took the shot, but I didn't. But, you know, you know, I, I recognize that would have been cool to see as a leader, as one of the leaders of the Brooklyn Nets, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, going and being like, you know what, I learned from that lesson. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, I have a better mindset to go forward to be a better basketball player. Mm-hmm. But he ain't saying none of that, you know. Yeah, yeah, we're going to see. But I would say just looking at it, um, he definitely fills a couple voids that Brooklyn um, yes. needed to be filled. So yes. from a defensive standpoint, he can guard the one through five. Yeah. They already look better today um, when I watched him than I saw him all of last season as well, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyrie, I love Kyrie, but he's not – he's a scoring guard. He's not a point guard right. as well, too. So mm-hmm. you notice that that could have been utilized um, when he came back from the COVID protocols going into the playoffs as well, too. So Ben Simmons is definitely going to fill that void. Um, and just seeing him running with the second unit as well, too, like I said, he's such a decoy. You think he's going to – be aggressive that he just makes everything easier for the role players as well too so mm-hmm. i think we're gonna see him 
a lot like when what JJ Reddick said his 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 rookie year when mm-hmm. Joel Embiid went out for a little bit. They had Ilya Sova, they had JJ Reddick, they had Dario Sark, Robert Covington, all those guys as well too. So he has a lot of shooters surrounded by him, and also he's in an environment where he's the third option. There's mm-hmm. really no pressure on him as well too. Kyrie and KD, especially KD, going to take all that load. I think so. I mean, okay. Let me ask you this: Do you, do you like Philly's um, roster better? Philly has more depth. Um, I still have to see what James Harden's talking about as well, too. But okay. Philly, Philly got better already. Mm-hmm. That's and that's the thing. I want to see seven games of that, obviously, mm-hmm. just as a fan. Um, but I think the question is like when you look at both teams and both organizations, because obviously they made the trade for Ben Simmons and and, and James Harden. I look at who do I think still has room to get better on their roster um, in time for the playoffs, mm-hmm. and I think Philly has more of those players than Brooklyn does. Um, so we'll see. But but yeah, I, I I support Ben Simmons, you know, becoming a better player. But I don't see them be- being better than a four seed. Yeah, I mean honestly, at this point, like I said, we already know who he is. So just be a dog defensively. Um, communicate with everyone on defensive. Make sure everyone's in the right position. Um, be that facilitator that you are, and if you're like you said, if you're not gonna be a scorer, at least knock down your free throws. Like at least seventy percent from the free throw line. Yeah, that's gonna be hard because <laughs> in the playoffs, like shit gets exposed. Yeah, All your weaknesses I, come to light. Yeah, I've never seen a left-handed shooter be so not good at it. You know, you might be right. I mean, DeAndre Jordan does he? Oh, he <laughs> count, man. DeAndre might as well shoot with his right hand, bro. I think Ben Simmons is that. Na- I think he's naturally right-handed. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh no, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. And now, I mean, shoot, man, LeBron can shoot with both hands. You know, right mm-hmm. with both hands, be ambidextrous. Yeah. Just be out there trying to be better basketball player. That's all we ask. Yeah. That's all we ask, Ben. Like, just be, just get better every summer. That's all. Mm-hmm. But maybe he's holding back. We'll, we'll see. Maybe, maybe. The least is gonna come off. Man, we'll see, bro. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. We'll see what happens with that as well, too. Zion's back. Mm-hmm. Um, he played 15 minutes versus the Bulls, and 15 mm-hmm. minutes had 13 points, four rebounds, and was perfect from the free throw line. Five yes. five. No plays ran from him. He uh-huh. just said, "Get out of my way. I'm gonna just go score on you." Um, but he's definitely slimmed down a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, he looks like he's already in top tier shape. A lot of people come into the preseason trying to get into shape. He already looks like he's there. So mm-hmm. maybe that contract had a couple stipulations where he has to <laughs> stay a, a certain way and all that chef. stuff as well too. But yeah, everything looks great uh, for him as well too. So what are your thoughts on him coming back um, from what you've seen and you know what's to be expected going forward? Mm-hmm. I, he's he's the he's the player I'm most excited about to watch like mm-hmm. grow into. Whatever his role is going to be um, for New Orleans, um, from what I saw, you know, obviously he has that athleticism, the God-given talent of the, the athleticism. I want to see though who's going to become the leader of of the Pelicans, like mm-hmm. their basketball team, just because it seems like it's probably CJ right now. Oh, okay, yeah, just from uh, from a veteran's perspective, mm-hmm. um, and I want to see how far that takes them. You know, CJ being their leader, um, and trying to figure out what the pecking order is going to be because if they're not going to run plays for Zion, then, like, where does that put him in the last two minutes of a fourth quarter, you know, game for them? You know, not even in the playoffs, just in a regular season game. Where does that put him, you know? Mm. So I want to see, like, how they utilize that in their offense. Um, but I do think, you know, I th- I don't I don't even know what the ceiling is for Zion right now just because we haven't seen him. Um, and we saw, obviously, what he did at Duke. But I'm I'm really excited to see again like what his role and how how 
large that that makes him, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I I don't know if he's gonna be the number one. I mean, he might just be the number one option just off the strength, but mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be definitely him, Ingram, and then oh, okay. CJ gonna as be a third. one two, like one, one two one punch. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I think yeah. in the crunch, you're gonna see a lot of ISO ball with with Ingram getting that mismatch, or just they're gonna pick and roll you to death with him and Zion. Yeah, and he's just gonna eat. And that's where I see him, like kind of in the last two minutes, as being that pick and roll player. Because I don't know if, I mean, obviously I see a lot of him like catching it in the mid post and then doing like one or two power dribbles and getting. to the basket but I still don't know if he can get his own bucket in the league yet like mm-hmm. like if somebody keeps him from the basket like can he get that jumper off who's gonna keep him from the basket well I don't know <laughs> I don't know you know maybe it's an offensive foul one time he comes yeah. down to the court and he's less aggressive to get to yeah. the court you know yeah. like just trying to see like you know what can he do if he is stopped mm. you know no, no I agree with you with that um I feel like the Pelicans this year are going to shock a lot of people if Zion can play at least 60. It's so sad. Like, it's 82-game season. <laughs> I'm saying, yo, can you play at least 60 games now? Yeah, yeah. But I think this year they have the chance to be the new Memphis, how Memphis was super hot last year. Mm-hmm. I think the the Pelicans can be like that and, and shock people and be like a top four. See, what do you think? I think uh, mm, top four, I don't know if they can get that far. But I definitely can say, okay, they could definitely, like, not make like not do the playing game. Like they mm-hmm. could for sure be like a six seed. Mm-hmm. I think okay. so. I like that. I like that. I guess only time would tell. Jamal Murray returned as well too. Um, you know, he hasn't played since twenty twenty one of April. I forgot mm-hmm. what team they were playing, but I was actually watching that um not on League Pass, an illegal site. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> he basically just tried to I think he was going up against Wait, the who Warriors. you use? Who you use? What? Who you use Yo, to watch? <laughs> I was gonna say mine, but it's okay. It's Stream cool. East. Oh, okay, okay. All right, I use first row sports. You still use first <laughs> Yo, wait, wait. Don't don't try to do me. Don't try to do me. Look, they they all oh, reliable. Okay, okay. Link me. Way. You gotta send it to me. <laughs> you gotta you. send it to me. Send I got you, me. I got you. But I ain't gonna hold you. I think I'm gonna invest in League Pass this yeah, year. Yeah, it's like ninety nine dollars. Only right? ninety nine dollars yeah, yeah, now. Yeah, I saw so that. They're trying that. to increase the viewership. You know, I saw that. I saw Price that. went up. You know, say mm-hmm. you good. <laughs> you good, right? <laughs> can you give me? <laughs> nah, I, I'm gonna see what I can do because I don't know if if multiple users can watch it. So it's a hundred for one user, and That's I think whack. it's like one fifty for two. Oh, okay. But I think it said two, like two as in two devices. Oh, okay. So I'm like. All right, so let's say if I get the $100 one, can I only watch it from, like, my TV, NBA, from my PlayStation? Or can uh-huh. I watch it there? Or if I'm not home, can I watch it on my laptop or my phone? Gosh, you got That's you. what I'm trying to figure out. So I guess I should, like, talk to the contact support or whatnot. Yeah, either that or read the fine prints probably yeah. somewhere in there. And one thing that kind of sucks with that as well, too, is, like, my favorite play on the Clippers. Mm-hmm. I don't have no cable. Blackout. I hate that, too. I hate it, too. That's why I had to, I had to that. <laughs> <laughs> and I got Spectrum. On the low, yeah, like okay, <laughs> I got Spectrum on the low, so that's why I'm able to watch all the Laker games. I think I'm just gonna want to start meeting people. Yo, you got Spectrum, <laughs> <laughs> yo, five dollars a month. Let me get that just to watch it. 
<laughs> no, man, it's very crucial. I get to watch all 82 games with no problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, it's yeah. going to be exciting this year, too. Mm-hmm. Aside from the bottom tier teams, like, everything's pretty much competitive on both yeah. sides of the, of the spectrum as well, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. But going back to Jamal Murray, <laughs> played against OKC, 15 minutes, 10 points, 4-7 from the field. Um, and a bit, the biggest thing for me is, like, because I've always loved – guards like growing up I watched Derrick Rose and whatnot as well too and I felt like after he came back he just rushed to get back as well too and I always had a fear when he just would always go to the basket and whatnot as well Mm -hmm. too so Mm -hmm. it's good that players nowadays take more than enough time to get back as well too and Jamal Murray is that type of player he's so skilled he's not always going to have to rely on getting to the rack like that because he's bigger than most guards he plays he posts them up as well too and he's very skilled footwork is amazing but I was waiting for that moment where he kind of got knocked down. I'm like, all right, is this going to hinder you or are you going to just keep moving forward? But that yeah. happened early on. Um, he looks good, and um, I think it's going to be a good season for not only him but for the Denver Nuggets. Um, but what were your thoughts on Jamal Murray, and, and what do you what do you expect from the Nuggets as well too? Uh-huh. Okay. Well, yeah, it seems like seems like he's been gone so long. Like I haven't seen him since the bubble. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm excited to see him get back to – you know, obviously being the the second you know go to option for the for the Nuggets, mm. um, I'm trying to see if you know if that bubble play was his ceiling though. Like I'm not sure. Like I'm not sure how much better he can get from how well he played from there. So I want to mm-hmm. see you know where he takes that and if that can be Denver's missing piece. He kind of reminds me. They kind of remind me of like the new age San Antonio Spurs. Like yeah, they yeah. still got to find their manager and whatnot. But he mm-hmm. reminds me of like a hybrid Tony Parker. And when I say this, I say he's always going to be steady during the regular season, but he's one of those type of players that's always going to raise the game to another level as well too. So Mm -hmm. ceiling, I mean, what do you define as a ceiling? I feel like as a – as a player that can only get you so far in the playoffs. Because we already know he can score and he mm-hmm. can do all that other stuff. I'm talking yeah. about, like, what's your impact when it comes to the playoffs and mm-hmm. playoff wins and playoff mm-hmm. series? I think his impact's going to be what we've seen in the bubble and even better just, you know, with all the experience that he's kind of been through and Joker's a two-time MVP now. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we saw last year, even though they got swept by the Warriors, every game was the, was decided by, like, two, three possessions well, too. And all Joker right. needed was just that other dog to go with them. Mm-hmm. So you got him paired with MPJ, and then they retooled, got KCP. Mm-hmm. Um, and who else did they get as well, too? They got someone else. I guess DeAndre Jordan really don't count no shit <laughs> on DJ. But Bones is get Bones has gotten better as well, too. Yeah, so Bones Highland is, yeah. is, a, is, a, is a dog. I like him. So they got some pieces. So I feel like the game plan is just going to be different in the playoffs for them. Uh-huh. So I, I think they can go really far. So, I think they can get as far as the conference final, maybe the NBA finals. Okay, so the question is: Is can they beat Golden State then? I think. They, I mean, yeah, I said the four the four games. I mean, okay. like, granted, it's, it's always going to be different, right? But literally, Golden State was like, "All right, Joker, we're just going to go off and we're going to stay mm-hmm. home to everybody else." Now mm-hmm. you actually have to game plan for Jamal Murray. You got to mm-hmm. worry about that sniper who looks like KD just from just from a catch and shoot standpoint, look like a KD as well too. So, I think they can beat Golden State. I think they match up very well with Golden State. Okay. So we're going to see. And and I think this year they can be top three, top four. I okay. think the team that takes a step back is is the Suns. Oh, okay. And obviously Utah. And you, Oh, yeah. And Utah as well, too. Mm-hmm. Um, the other guy that returned was Mr. Fun Guy, Kawhi Leonard. 
I was shocked. Honestly, like I've been talking to everybody. I thought he won't gonna come back to like all star break because <laughs> you know that nigga don't. You know he don't like playing. He don't. He don't. He like only playing. care about <laughs> championships. That's it. <laughs> well, what we know now is he's never gonna play it back to back <laughs> ever in his life. What? Oh man, the OG of low management. Honestly. <laughs> Like that's crazy, but I, I ain't mad at it. Like I've already, I've already accepted it as well too. As long as you can be healthy for the playoffs, yeah. And I got I guess I because I got that 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 Clippers little season pass thing, so I'm just I'm just gonna look at the count and just be like, is it back to back? All right, do I think you go play the first half or the second half? Because it would be bad man. if you don't play. I'm actually so that brings up a great point because right now I'm trying to I'm trying to decipher. Which game I think Bron's gonna pass Kareem in? So I'm mm. I'm kind of doing that same thing, trying to get to see if like what home game I can kind of guess to see. Mm. So yeah, they're gonna try to. It's either um. gonna be a home game, or it's gonna be some shit where he's like back in Cleveland, or uh, he's at the Garden. Or I some need bullshit. it to be. I need like it to Steph be in Curry. LA. Like, Steph Curry last year had all places <laughs> to break that in the Garden. Yeah, you know he probably went on a little slump just to time it right. You know what I mean? But nah, but it's gotta be another. I hope so. I hope so. And, and then LeBron's like. I'm not even score. You know when you be lying. I'm not even score. Like, yeah, nah, he's funny like that. So it'll probably turn out to be some theatrical. I think so too. Um, but going back to Kawhi, I mean, I I saw someone who obviously looks a little rusty as well too. Boy got he's swole now, so uh-huh. I feel like he's probably gonna shed like 10, 15 pounds by the time it's playoff time and whatnot as well too. But mm. defensively, he still looked great. Laterally, he looked great, and he's never really relied on his athleticism like that. It's more so just. As a he's finisher. just picking and choosing his, his spots, and he's being a finisher and, and just using his strength. Mm-hmm. Uh, what were your thoughts on Kawhi? I mean, obviously, also, we haven't seen Ja Wall like a mm-hmm. year as well, too. Mm-hmm. What were your thoughts on all that? So I'm not going to lie. I, I, I haven't seen Kawhi play. <laughs> it's preseason games. Okay, okay. Um, but I know, you know, Paul George and John Wall, I saw them, like, during the summer, like, before the preseason games, kind of yeah. working out together, doing, yeah. like, um, pickup games. So I thought that was good, you know, to kind of get that team chemistry going. Um, I, I've always respected like what the Clippers can do in a regular season. They're a tough team, tough, yeah. you know, great coach um, and Ty Lue. So I know they're going to be there. The question is always just back to like, are you going to beat, you know, Steph Curry? Like I, I, Steph Curry is a gold standard in the Western Conference. I, I, I've learned not to bet on him or bet, you know, bet against him, yeah, I should yeah. say. Because um, as much as Boston should have beat them last year, I'm like, dang, like here he go again, you know, hitting all the shots. So I, when it comes to Kawhi, like I know he gonna give you that twenty eight. He can be clutch, hit the shot that you need. Um, I just want to, I just want to see like if they're going to, because you know they got a lot of great players. So somebody's gonna have to take a reduced role. Is it gonna be John Wall? Is it gonna be Reggie Jackson? Of course. Like just trying to figure out who's going to be, you know, willing to sacrifice. I think it's the yeah. probably the biggest question I have for the Clippers, not yeah, Kawhi. I mean, Kawhi's gonna be fine because sometimes. Too much depth can hinder you as well, too. Exactly. But I think Ty Lue already kind of sat down to everybody and kind of told them what the pecking order is going to be. But it's always going to be mm-hmm. Kawhi 1A, Paul mm-hmm. George 1B, and then everyone else follows as well, too. It'd be like Marcus sometimes be third sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, because he'd be taking that that role to, like, hit the big shots and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Sometimes he'd like be digging Yeah, I know. That's the thing. <laughs> you already know what he's swinging to with the post. He go <laughs> Nah, man. He, he love that corner three, and I hate it because it'd be going in cash. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. hate it. There was some stat that, if he made, I think it was in the playoffs last year. If he made like 
at least two threes were undefeated, some shit like yeah. that in the playoffs. Because they be backbreakers. Like uh-huh. it's it's you know them threes, them corner threes. That I guess they the they're the closest in distance, but he's mastered it. Him yeah. and PJ Tucker from the corners mm-hmm. cash. Yeah, and honestly, I mean the Clippers that last season they were one of the best three point shooting teams. And like you said, you saw John Wall as well too. His mm-hmm. three point looking improved. He actually knocked one down the other day as well. But they just got so much depth. So I think they're actually the most equipped to go against the Warriors as well, too. Yeah, from a seven-game series. One sure. thing I'm concerned about, though, is if they go up against, like, the Lakers or they go up against, let's say... Don't be like, worried about Joe the Lakers. Whatnot. Yeah, don't worry about them. <laughs> we we going to get into them. <laughs> Their size. They only got one big, Zubak. Uh-huh. And everybody else is just... I guess they're just going to play five out now. Because after that, I think the backup center is... Oh, you're talking about to defend Jokic or Anthony Davis? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, sure. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. I mean, Zubac, he, he, be, he be holding his own he's sometimes. Yeah, 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 he's tough. So I, I respect him. The thing is, it's just like y'all just paid Luke Kennard like three three years, $60 million or something like that. I'm mm. like, y'all do have a lot of depth, and I know Reggie Jackson won his next contract. Like, he it's just, just, he got, we'll see. Did he get one this year? No, I think it's last year he re-upped. Oh, okay. So I think this is his player option year. So it's Exactly. Made. So it's like, you know, the player option year is a really big year for like people mm-hmm. to, you know, step into their they next contract. Mm-hmm. So I just want to see what that looks like. But, you know, if Ty Lewis, you know, he's one of the best coaches in the league, I think he'll be okay. Yeah. I'm wondering what the de- their death lineup is going to look like as well, too. So mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of things to kind of figure out along the way as well, too. Yeah. Yeah. But back to the Warriors. I mean, yeah, yeah, everything goes through who – everything is whatever you've done for me lately and who's been the last champion. Obviously, it's been the Warriors. But mm-hmm. some of the I – re- I respect the Warriors – finals that they had against the Celtics because they're fully healthy because if you look at every single year that Curry won mm-hmm. it's always been like a missing player from that team as well too oh you're talking about who he's gone against who he's going against as well too yeah. so I feel like if he goes up against because because the Clippers are basically the Celtics but veterans okay so I feel like if he plays I feel like if he played the Clippers this year granted everybody else going in the war is going to get better but I feel like the Kawhi. I feel like Kawhi and PG are not going to fold under pressure. You don't know that. I know Kawhi not. Okay, <laughs> edit what you just said because it definitely Paul George. We'll see. He's still. We'll see. But I think with the the problem is is that Golden State. They, I mean, has anybody really figured out how to beat them? Like I know Houston went that game that that seven games with them right when they had Kevin Durant. Granted, and they almost figured it out, and then they, you know, missed 27 threes. Um, but, like, has anybody ever really figured out, like, really how to beat them seven games outside of LeBron? Exploit their size, make Steph Curry work for it, pray that they miss their threes. And that's the part. That's <laughs> it. They don't be missing. And now they got Clay back, and it's like he going to get back into the fold to try to get his old role back. Mm-hmm. And then you got, I mean, the thing that's kept them alive now because nobody saw Jordan Poole blossoming into what he is now. And, like, that's the that's the thing I think that's keeping them alive, that's going to get them through regular season games to keep them at that one or two seed. Because mm-hmm. it might come down to simply, like, home court, you know, yeah. sometimes. Nah, you might be right about so, that, honestly. Okay. So from all the players that I've kind of mentioned as far as, like, them returning, whether it's from injury or from the organization holding them back, Ben Simmons, Zion Williamson, uh, Michael Porter Jr., Jamal Murray, Kawhi Leonard, Dame Dollar. Dame <laughs> came back too. I forgot he was hurt. Who are you mm-hmm. most excited for this year and why? 
Um, it's it's Zion Williamson just because um, all of those other players that we named, I feel like I, I know who they are mm-hmm. um, and what their potential is and who they are to this league. Zion Williamson is still a person that, um, to me, is still um, – Obviously, I know he's he's immensely talented, but I think it's still um, the jury's still out on whether or not he'll be a player in, with longevity in this league. Mm-hmm. And I want to see him play. It doesn't have to be eighty-two games. Yeah, but I want to mm-hmm. see him. You know, be a, a part of uh, the journey for the Pelicans and see if it's gonna work out. You know. Yeah. yeah. Like and I and that was gonna be my answer as well too. Um, like you said, every other player they know themselves, they know who they are. We know what to expect out of them as well too. So mm-hmm. for Zion, that's the that's the wild card right there as well mm-hmm. too. So I hope he stays healthy because if he stays healthy, <laughs> can't nobody really stop him. I, and I wanna, I always like to see like these dominant players that we be hyping up like when when teams have two weeks to game plan around you like how are yeah. you going to respond to that so yeah I'm, I'm really anxious to see how they're going to respond to him in the playoffs this year as well too i really do hate too that um you know that he, i mean you can't help who you get drafted by but i really was hoping to see him get drafted by like the knicks, the knicks. just to see him in so a bigger market can get him hurt even more yeah 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 nah. i know yeah i don't want to see I'm, tim shouldn't be coaching in this generation of, of the nba he shouldn't be there <laughs> but but like yeah i just because the pelicans i don't know they may have like two or three nationally televised games this year and i just i want to see zion all the time you know so mm-hmm. but it is what it is stream east first row or nba league Man, I'm, I'm telling you right now i'm not dealing with my ad blocker to to watch to watch zion play i need him on national television oh yeah for sure for sure um your Lakers, man. Let's talk about your Lakers a little bit. They played two games. AD played one game, looked very good, and he had back soreness, so he could have played the next game after that as well, too. Hey, Anthony, oh, man. Y- y'all look good defensively. Um, it, Y'all look all right. Well, the second game. Did you watch last night's game? You're talking about when we played the Sacramento Kings. The Sacramento Kings was the first night, right? They played them both. For they both played back to back nights. Okay. Y'all, y'all looked okay. It is the Sacramento Kings. The Sacramento right. Kings. If you looked at them past year, their defense is ass, but they're gonna mm-hmm. put up at least like a hundred twenty points a game type shit. Mm-hmm. But their defense did look better defensively. Um, I do like the philosophy that they kind of had. It looks like I don't know yet if he wants to have Russell Westbrook take on like that Giannis role where you have everybody <laughs> spread out and he. Kind of like Houston in a way, too, where he had that, that MVP type of year, Yeah, if that's going to happen. Um, but what are your thoughts on what you've seen so far? What's your expectations, man? Um, my my expectations <laughs> are 48 and 34. That 48 wins and 34 losses. That is my that is where I think that they'll be. They'll be an Ooh. eighth or ninth seed in the West and be in the playing, playing game again. Um, but from what I've seen so far, I'm really, I'm really excited about Kendrick Nunn. Mm. Um, he's shown me. I feel like him right now on my ankles. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he's shown me that um, he can be that off-ball guard because the the Lakers have a bunch of small guards. They don't have a prototypical two guard on the roster. They don't have that six 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 seven guy. I mean, Austin Reeves can be that, but he's more he's on the right. ball. He's more on the ball guard than anything. Mm-hmm. Kendrick Nunn is going to definitely be an undersized two guard, I think, for the Lakers. And he's shown that he can come either be in the starting lineup or come off the bench and score. Um, so I'm also I'm also trying to figure out what our fourth quarter lineup is going to be. Um, don't really know what it is. Um, I don't know if, if Darvin Ham knows what it is. But 
Russell looks happy on the bench and looks happy while he's out there. And him and Pat Bev look like there's no beef. And it's, you know, that's good. That's good to see. Um, I want to see what it looks like after a five-game losing streak. You know what I mean? And, and see, and see where it's at then. Um, but you know, I, I'm sorry for LeBron, man. I'm, 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 I'm it's sorry for LeBron. Like LeBron. It's a I'm blessing sorry. and curse playing with LeBron. Mm-hmm. You play, Le- you play with LeBron, you win. All the glory goes to him. You play with LeBron, you lose. He, y'all need to get traded. What's going on? <laughs> what not? Nah, I hate cause, that. Because LeBron never going to play bad basketball, so you really can't be on him. What you can be on him about is is what he told his general manager in the summer to then go trade the rest of the roster or, like, to, you know, go get a particular player. Mm-hmm. You can blame him for that, which is what I do blame him for, for getting rid of Kyle Kuzma, Alex Caruso, and the, the gang from a championship roster. But, you know, I, I just think – they're going to have to wade their way through the Russell Westbrook contract, and Braun will have two more years after that. So this mm-hmm. year is just the year he's going to pass Kareem, play the first round. We'll see if they can get to the second round, and that, that'll be it, I think. Their best bet is trying to match up against the Suns. Mm. They're not beating no other team that's going to. They probably oh, yeah. beat a young Pelicans team. They don't even have three-point shooting at all on their team. And the three-point shooters that they do have – are horrific on the defensive end. So they're not going to play in the playoffs. Yeah. So I just it it's a badly built team. It's worse than the team built from yet last year to me. You think so? Yes, because at least they had Carmelo Anthony and they had they had, they had another three-point shooter, Wayne Ellington. Like I'm you had options. Too. You had options to put on the floor to spread the floor. They don't have that. They don't have that this year. Mm. So what what would you ideally want your starting five for the league as it look like this year? <laughs> What I would want it to be, I'd want it to be, and this is horrible. It's horrible. It's horrible. But it would be, (laughs) it would be Patrick Beverly because we need defense off top. Mm -hmm. Austin Reeves. So Austin Reeves would play point guard. Wow. And Patrick Beverly would be two guard. Okay. Then at three, it would be uh, LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Then at the four, it'd be Anthony Davis and then Damian Jones. Or no, not Damian Jones. Thomas Bryant at the five. So you got Russ coming off the bench? Yes. Damn. That's where he'd be the most effective. Most effective, just run the show against the second unit. Because we already know LeBron and Russ on the floor doesn't work. So mm. don't waste my time. But you have to play him because he makes $47 million. <clears throat> and I'm also thinking, like, the way that they kind of utilize him, at least from the two-game sample size that we kind of saw where everyone spread out. Are they just trying to build up his stock and then trade him away? But I feel like he's not getting traded unless you give them those unprotected first-round picks, which I wouldn't do. Yeah, see, and the thing is, too, I, I just don't want them to do that because then you give up your salary cap relief for next year. Like, I'd rather them just, like, be relax. Be next year. Yeah, just be off the just books. Yeah. Because you cannot move those picks. Braun's going to be gone by then. Like, mm-hmm. you cannot move a 2027 draft pick. You just can't. So... Just, it's okay. You're not going to win this year. And I think Bron has to know that. He has to know that. Even, I'm I'm looking at their, I'm looking at their preseason game, and I'm like, Miles Turner and Buddy Hill would not fix this. It would not fix it. It would, it would make for them Russ? a, huh? Miles Turner and Buddy Hill for rest? Right. Yeah. It would make them maybe a 55 game win, winning team instead of 48. Mm-hmm. But, come on. You're not beating, you're not beating 
the Golden State Warriors with that roster. And you're not beating Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. You're not beating the Boston Celtics. Like, just relax. Just and also, cool. Braun isn't the same what he used to be from a defensive standpoint. Yeah, right. Like, right, I right. feel like now, if they go to the playoffs next year, just like how Chris Paul got picked on, mm-hmm. LeBron going to be that weakling getting picked on on the defensive end as well, too. But mm, Okay. We're going to see. Possibly. I mean, and that's why he wants AD to step up. And I just – I don't think – I think now – I think maybe the Pelicans. I think, think we need to make a bet. Okay, about what? How many games AD go? Oh, it's gonna be under sixty for sure. Under sixty? Yeah. What's the bet? Maybe. Oh wait, are you going over? Over sixty. You think he's gonna play over sixty games? Yeah. All right. Sixty-one. The game is. <laughs> the The bet is. Um. Under so you think under sixty? Yes. I say over sixty. What's the bet though? The bet is. Whoever wins has to buy the other person a sneaker at retail price of okay, their choosing. I like that. You like that? Yeah. Retail right, price. Yeah, okay. okay. That's important. Yeah. That, that second market is crazy. Yeah. F all that. Okay. Cool. <laughs> so we see these revamped teams. You know, the Warriors have improved just because of the experience that they've been through. Um, also, they get James Wiseman a lottery pick back as well, too. He's been looking very, very well. Pelicans basically got a new free agent in Zion Williamson, got CJ and CJ McCombs as a late addition. We already know about the Rudy Gobert pick as well, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Dallas got Christian Wood and some other pieces to go along with them. Um, Clippers basically got three free agents, essentially. Um, so the, the team that's kind of going under the radar is the Memphis Grizzlies. Do you think they're going to be that team that slept on this year or that team that kind of just picks up where they left off from? Yeah, I think it's more of the latter. I don't think they can be slept on because they talk so much. I don't think you know. I don't. I don't think they can ever be slept on. Um, I'm. I'm there. That's my team. I'm actually kind of going for to be honest. I, I like those teams that um, are drafted from scratch. You know, like the Spurs mm-hmm. do. You know, the ones that don't get the free agents and stuff. So I'm always going for the 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 teams that get drafted from scratch. Teams. Yeah. Um, but. I think it'll it'll end up being a top three um, seed for them, and uh, it'll just come down to you know can their defense make the stops that they need to against a Warriors team or a, a Clippers team, um, you know, because it's it's gonna take a series where they are not picked to win and they're gonna have to win it, and I think yeah. it might be like a Clippers or like a or the Suns or something like that where they'll have to kind of overtake them for sure. I want that rematch with them in the playoffs against Minnesota. And then I want oh, okay. that rematch against the Warriors as well too. Mm-hmm. You feel like if 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 Ja didn't get hurt, they would have won that series? He uh, he actually like believes in his mind they would have beat them. Yeah, I mean, they had so, no answer for him. So that's my thing, yeah. That that's true. They didn't have an answer for him, but I am an analytical guy as well. So like I the eye test tells me that they would have had a shot, but to me, like three for two, like they would have just scored more points. I feel like than the Grizzlies would have. Um, so yeah, I, I think, I think you know, I want to see if Memphis also can, because I'm not sure if they added more three point shooting or not. Um, I want to see if you know, because you know, John's gonna get two feet in the lane. I want to see if they can start to hit that three-point shot with more regularity and, and get their percentage up. That way they can kind of hang with the Warriors when they hit those threes and, like, mm-hmm. waves, you know? Yeah. So. And I just – there was a play I saw with Ja when he was going to the basket. And, like, he's just so young and so fierce right now. Like, I always try to <clears throat> compare him to, like, Derrick Rose or the Russell Westbrook of the world. I just want him to kind of take from D. Rose's – Post prime years and just be more efficient and really pick and choose when to use your athleticism. But mm-hmm. I mean, 
if he stays healthy, he's gonna be a problem. But I'm that's one thing I'm always kind of worried about with him as well. So mm-hmm. we're gonna see. Your boy Tyler Hero got a new deal. <laughs> Four yeah. years, 130 milli. That was a lot. That's a man. 130 million is a lot to give a player coming off the bench, no matter what. Leading score too for the squad last year. Yeah, but yeah, okay. What you think about it? I think they're fucked. Yeah. Um, they lost what PJ Tucker last year, so you're banking on him taking his game to another level. Obviously, Jimmy's gonna be Jimmy if he's healthy, and you're banking on Bam taking his game to another level. He's been inconsistent with that as well, too. Wait, wait. Let me ask you about that too. How how do you feel about Jimmy in that hair? Because I know, like you 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 grow yours from like you 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 homemade. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? How you feel about like that that whole situation? That was weird to see. Um, weird to see, but. Jimmy Butler doesn't give a fuck about what anyone else is think. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, I personally don't like it. I'm saying he looked Jamaican, all. and then he shaved the beard too. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Yeah. So you know, like when they always show the starting five, and they show like their the profile pictures. Yeah. He had the long ass hair with no mustache, <laughs> but today he took it out. He oh, he a, took it out. Yeah, so he back to Grace. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. How sure. I got more hang time than him? It's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that shit look nice. <laughs> but Tyler Hero's like, all right, like you were the leading scorer for your team. I think did he win six man a year as well too? Uh I believe so. I think he won six man a year yeah. as well too. Um looks like he's gonna have an even more important role this year as well too. So mm-hmm. I mean for the market, it's pretty good because what how, how many is it about like thirty five mil a year or something like that as well too? Mm-hmm. Um I'm just getting to the point now. Tyler Hero is like, I, I already know you're gonna put up your numbers in the regular season, but when you play against these top tier teams, are you gonna go ghost? Or are you gonna step up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you and know, they also got Duncan Robinson's contract still too. That's just nasty. Yeah, I, I, I'm Miami is another team that I feel like is almost kind of turning into like Spurs. No, I was gonna say the Denver Nuggets. Like okay. they, they show up. They're going to be in the playoffs. They're going to do what they do in the regular season, but you don't really expect them to go the distance. So mm-hmm. I just feel like, you Why know. Why do you feel like the Denver Nuggets is that way? Because, I mean, that's their track record, though. You know what I mean? They've I mean, never broken through the door. Well, but they, I feel like they were like Memphis, right? Uh-huh. They were that young team on the rise. With mm-hmm. Joker just turned, like, what, 26? Remember, like, 24, 25, MPJ, like, 21. Mm-hmm. They got they got to the conference finals in the bubble as well, too. And then the mm-hmm. next year, Jamal Murray and MPJ are out. So... I don't know. And the Heat at least got to the finals. So you're giving them more slack as far as, like, I'm giving, giving them because their, of their windows. Their yeah. windows are the still win- open. As long as Joker is playing the way he's playing and you put some good pieces around him with role players and they have a great coach, I think there's – I think – I'm crazy. I think they're sealing it. I think they can get to the finals and win a championship. Mm. I might be a nut, but mm. – Okay. I think so. But anyways, okay. keep going. You t- We were talking about who? The well, I guess Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero. Oh, okay. Like his game translates to the playoffs. Oh, okay. So, so we're not talking about the contract. We're just talking about his game. Well, like, because of the enough? contract, I expect him to up his game to another yeah. level. But I just, I don't, I don't see that happening. Yeah. Um. I mean, how much better can you be when you only playing like I think thirty minutes a game, probably around that. Like, mm-hmm. um. And defensively, he's. Oh yeah. Yeah. Barbecue nah. chicken. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing. That's why it's like. I I I saw like during their playoff run, like he didn't seem to be out there. I think in the fourth quarter, am I tripping? Well, I think the second half 
of the the conference finals, I think he hurt his groin, so he couldn't. Even oh, okay, play. okay, okay. I do remember that. But even that. before that, the first two rounds, he wasn't really doing shit. Okay, I do remember him hurting his groin. I mean, man, his game is nice. He's a six man. I think you know he's gonna do as much as a six man does, but I don't think that's going to be enough to get them over the hump in the East. Mm. So I mean, Milwaukee obviously still top of the top, and then I look at Philly as being number two. Because just like how you look at Joker, I kind of look at Joel Embiid that way. You know, mm-hmm. I think yeah. he's the he's getting close to, I think, finding that answer of how well you need to be or how well you need to play in order to get these playoff wins, you know. Because mm-hmm. that, that loss in Toronto when Kawhi hit that shot, like I think in that, that moment, moment that was when he kind of started to turn it up and stop, like, not joking around, but, like, all that trust the process shit. Like, it was more like, let's go get it, you know. Mm-hmm. So I look at him as being the benchmark, him and Giannis in the East. And I just don't think Miami's going to surpass him, especially now they got James Harden, you know. We're going to see what James Harden looked like year two um, Mm. because he only played, like, what, 20, 25 games with them this year. But I'm never going to count out the Miami Heat as well. I mean, Mm -hmm. finals appearance, obviously they got bumped out the first round with that revenge, and then this year they went back to the conference finals. Yeah, I mean, mean, if if Jimmy hits that pull-up jumper, you know, they go. So I understand that, but – yeah, I like I like Philly better this yeah. year. Um, apparently Draymond Green and uh, Jordan Poole yes. got into a little altercation. I think yes. they were arguing. No one kind of specified the details on exactly. I heard it was about, about the like it was because he was feeling some way about his contract. Like, oh, I'm about to get paid. Yada yada yada. Y'all some whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I heard. So a young nigga feeling. So yeah, yeah. And I, I was like, and it's it is really a touchy <laughs> subject because it's like you know Draymond trying to get that max get too. That. So they trying to figure out who they about to pay. So it probably was like, <clears throat> like I'm about mm-hmm. to <clears throat> try to see what's going on. But yeah, because Draymond punched them. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, and I mean. If I'm if I'm uh, Bob Bob Myers, like I'm paying Jordan Poole. Of course, he's the future. Yeah, I'm paying Jordan Poole. I was sure. gonna ask you this: if you had to choose on who to pay or who to get rid of, uh-huh. I'm yeah, a yeah. sicko. I think they need Andrew Wiggins unless Kaminga takes his game to another level. I just feel like I think he can. By I, the way, I feel like his IQ something missing there. I feel like. He's going to be gifted defensively, but I feel like his ceiling offensively is like a – they're t- different type of players, but I'm just putting him on this level like a like a Joe Green or like a – what's his name? Michael Beasley. I just don't see Dang, him. Dang. That's what you think so Kaminga's going to be? So, so from what I've heard, I don't know the guy like that as well, too. Uh-huh. But from what they've been saying is he doesn't have like that worker's mentality. Like I always want to kind of get better and just kind of always leaning on his – with his God-given talent as well, too. That came from, like, the Warriors camp or, like, reporters? I think reporters, and then I think Andre Iguodala was saying something about that. As well. Oh, okay. So, I, so okay. we'll see. Okay. Well, I, I think Kaminga definitely is – is he's just got so much God-given talent that he's going to be really, really good. I, I just think that they – especially now, like, they've got to just – They've got to trust the picks that they made while Clay was down to mm-hmm. to move off Draymond. Like I, I would use Draymond and maybe a second round pick, or if you was feeling really feeling yourself, a first round pick, and and try to get something for that for real. I was thinking, get rid of Clay, keep no, Draymond. You, tri- you tripping? Because they're gonna, they're probably. This is probably Andrew Wiggins last year. There, they can't afford on the players. Like you said, they got to pay Wiseman eventually. You can't move. They got to pay Jordan Poole. Nah, you oh you you talking about you can move uh Clay because you have Jordan Poole. Yeah. Yeah, nah, man. Cuz I feel like if Draymond leaves, they're not winning no more championships. Mm. 
They're not winning no more. And he only 32. P.J. Tucker is still playing great, playing 30 minutes a night. Yeah. Why can't Draymond do that for the next four years? I mean, he can do what he does for the next four years for sure. Mm-hmm. But I just, like I said, like I think Jordan Poole gets them with obviously with Steph Curry gets them through the regular season. Yeah. But I I don't trust Jordan Poole in playoff moments like I would trust Clay. And I know the front office feels the same way because mm. they watched him in the finals and they were like, he's not ready yeah. and he won't be ready next year either. Jordan Poole? To perform where Steph Curry and Clay are going to take him. Like, no, mm. I don't think, I don't think so. Mm. But yeah, you can't replace what Draymond does for you on the basketball court Especially from an enforcer standpoint. Yeah. I get that. They're gonna but, be soft. They just light skinned niggas oh, after that. Okay, but but James Wiseman is <laughs> look, James Wiseman is seven feet though. Like you he, think he ready? I, yeah. Yeah. He's gonna take Looney And minutes? again, it's just like it's just like what I said. It's like you at some point you gotta trust the, the picks that you made when Clay was down. You gotta be you gotta be able to let those young guys play and pay the one that showed you he can hoop. And move off Draymond, especially if he's causing turmoil in your organization. I mean, you he know? already t- he already basically exiled. I mean, he's the reason why KD left. Exactly that trend. So we're gonna see. So you, you so you really think they were they were arguing over that over the money? Yeah. Yes. Damn. That's I crazy. mean, what else would it be about? To be honest, maybe just disrespecting. Like maybe he just bust his ass and said some shit, and Draymond <laughs> got mad. Because mm, there's a, there's a certain form of jealousy. Because like you said, like. Draymond's thirty two about to be thirty three, so yeah. Golden State, like you said, they're they're looking at their future. So they and like you said, that's just an awkward situation where like you've kinda came to that organization talking about, yo, I'm trying to get, you know, that re up. A bag. And they haven't really been talking about that. The goal yeah. is to pay everybody, but we'll see. Nah, nigga. They're gonna get rid of you. Let yeah. me ask you this before we move on to the next topic. Cause I always looked at Draymond as a system player, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and obviously, like he's nothing without the Splash Brothers, and the Splash Brothers are nothing without him as well, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think he would have been as successful if he didn't play with them. I still think Steph and Clay would kind of be still who they are. Mm-hmm. What team, if he doesn't get to re up with the Warriors, what team do you see him playing well with? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I feel like he could do just as well with Denver. But Joker, I mean, at the four? Well, wait. No, I take that back. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know who needs a second ball handler, bro, or a second playmaker is Dallas. Like, because, Dallas would, Luke, uh, because he would be kind of tough on that squad. Because Luka needs another, like. And they lost Brunson, so I guess do they expect Spencer Dinwiddie to take that? And that's the wrong decision. They need they need somebody <laughs> tough because as, as tough as Luca is, like they need somebody that can get the offense rolling without the ball being in his hands. Because they doing the LeBron thing where he's just dribbling the ball up the court, make doing the pick and roll and like making decisions off him when they can kind of open up their offense. I think um, without him having the ball going through Draymond, I think that would be cool. And where and whatever team in the league has a bunch of three point shooters, honestly, like. Mm-hmm. I mean, he gonna get paid yeah. somewhere else. Yeah, I can see him even teams. going to fucking Philly or some shit. There's a bunch of teams that I think would 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 be fine with him. But to me, off the top of the head, right now, what I'm thinking is is Dallas because they're a team that's always knocking on the door. I think in the past two years for sure, um, and a player like Draymond could really be someone that could kind of give them that leadership experience to kind of take them to the next level. Mm. 
Now, last topic. Speaking of Luca, um, as well too. So the D- the GMs came out with like different superlative, superlatives and whatnot as well too. But the one that kind of stuck out to me was who, if you had a, if you if if for your franchise, if you had to pick a player to build around, who would it be and why? Mm-hmm. Who are you choosing? I think they chose. They went with Giannis mm-hmm. as a overwhelming favorite, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's pretty clear. The two that come to mind is Giannis and Luca. Who are you going with? Um, uh, how old is Giannis? Twenty seven, I want to say maybe twenty eight. Yeah, twenty seven, twenty eight. And Luca is like twenty one or something like that. Like Wait, he's been in the league for a, win, a minute. Now. He has damn yeah. played the Clippers twice. One year he ain't make it, and then last year he played the the Warriors. So this year four. So I think he came in when he was nineteen, twenty one, twenty two. He might be twenty three. Yeah, okay. It's yeah. got to be closer to that. Um, I, I mean, I mean, yeah. The, I would say the easy answer is Giannis, just because he's already showed you what his like what he can do at his peak. Um, but I'm gonna go more so with Luca because I do think that there's still more he has to unlock and show us. You know, we what obviously do you, what do you know think he has to unlock. I feel like he's hit his ceiling already. He's not ever gonna be great defensively. Right, right, right. I yeah, feel like Giannis has the more more to unlock. Right now. Uh, wait, more than to unlock? Yeah. Like what? He can constantly get better as free throws, as three-point shooting. Oh, his yeah. Game I mean, yeah, shooting, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think more so like Luka in that in that leadership role. I okay, think it's I'll a lot that. of, you know, again, there are those players. Going back to Victor, it's like we know you're a head and shoulders better than 95% of the league, but can you lead your team? Can you make the assist? Can you make the pass? that leads the team to winning. Um, I think that that's the thing that's like why people would pick or why GMs would pick Giannis over Luka right now because like obviously he's won a championship already, but he's kind of shown you like he can be that leader and Mm -hmm. be that that guy on the team. Mm -hmm. I want to see if Luka can unlock that. Um, So I guess like I said, if I was picking today, I would pick Giannis because of he's he's shown me that. Yeah. But I would pick Luca really as my real answer because I do think he can still unlock that. Yeah, yeah. Nah, that's my answer too, Giannis. Um, so we'll kind of see what's going on with that. But mm-hmm. I mean, aside from that, that that's episode one twenty right there. Any 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 closing remarks? Yeah, man. You know, shout out to my mom. Shout out to my <laughs> dad. Shout out to <laughs> shout out to all my friends. You know, supporting me. My one of my best friends, Wesley. His uh. His birthday is coming up, so I'll be going home to to well, not going home, but I'll be going to Dallas to go celebrate that. Can't wait to go see the the college friends, you know what I'm saying? And you know, just just more life, man. You know, if you got if you got goals that you wrote down um, for this year and you feel like you ain't hit them yet, you know, try to try to see if you can hit them. You know, just always always continue to get better every day, um, and you'll be surprised at what you can do. You know? Honestly, you just take it day by day, chopping at the wood. Honestly, surround yourself around like-minded individuals and don't be too stubborn to ask for help mm-hmm. as well, too. But, ladies and gentlemen, that was episode 120 of The Season Show. Make sure to subscribe on all forms of social media at The Season Show, at Sir Caesars, at Terrence Whaley underscore. Yep, yep. And we out. Peace.